Good morning, fellow survivors, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Today is day 538 since we came back on the air. I'm Agnes Drew here on the air today with Jennifer Long and Dr. Rosalind Clark. How are you guys doing this morning? It's all ladies in the booth today. That's not really unusual, Agnes. Anna, Jennifer, me, you, and Max are the only regulars on the broadcast, and four out of the five of us are ladies. Statistically, there are a lot more combinations of people who would likely be on any given broadcast that exclude our one male than include him. Okay, true, but Max has so much personality that sometimes it feels like he's more than one Max. I wonder why it is mostly women participating in Mercury. Well, it wasn't always this way. We had Wade and Bill coming on the air pretty regularly a while back. But they've left the area for now, and so we don't get to rely on them for their survival knowledge anymore. We do get a letter once in a blue moon just to let us know they're still alive. And Jamie from Deerfield has visited a couple times. Oh, believe me, we are still in touch for game nights. But it just hasn't worked out for him to come on the air recently. Do you think Max feels kind of alone? Because he's the only man around? I've never really thought about it. But I know I would if the situation was reversed and I was the only girl in the station. I think I would be fine if I was the only woman here. But I would definitely miss having some female companionship. Josh is the only boy at the lighthouse, but... I imagine if he feels lonely, it's less because he's the only boy and more because he's the only kid his age. He and Franny are very good about playing together, and he really loves his sister, but I do wonder when we will be able to find a way for him to socialize with some other kids. He's growing up and getting to an age when socialization is very important. I worry about him becoming too isolated. I can't even imagine what it must feel like for Josh. I really miss having all the other students around the college all the time. I wonder how he'll ultimately be affected, spending his formative years so socially isolated. Josh seems great, Jennifer. You are raising a respectful, competent, and compassionate young man. And I don't think he's the only kid out there who may be a little behind on the peer-to-peer socializing. The kids in Deerfield and St. Eloise and Rockport and all the other communities might have a slight advantage, but there are many families who still reside outside a community. And the things that made socializing so easy for teens and kids are all relatively new inventions. If Josh was living in the 1800s on a farm, not inside a city, he might see a small group of local children at school occasionally, but he would have spent most of his time with his family pitching in and helping them all survive. That's not too different from what his life looks like now. I hadn't thought of it that way. That makes me feel a little bit better about it. If you and Josh want to, you could always plan a trip out to one of the communities. We can find out if there are any youth activities going on. Deerfield is always having game nights, but the crowds for those seem to be a little older. Be careful, Agnes. You know I'm a regular at those game nights. I just meant older than Josh, Dr. Clark, not older in general. Very well. But like I was saying, maybe one of the communities will have a field day or a dance or something. If not, we should suggest it for when it gets warmer. And we can bring Josh and he can get to hang out with some of the kids his age. Maybe we can extend the offer to some of the other kids like Josh, too. I think that's a great idea. I think Josh will like the idea of a field day. Not a dance? 
If you have dreams of pretty dresses and twinkly lights, Agnes, maybe you should organize an event for people your age. I think Josh and other kids would rather play outside. You're right. I don't mean to project. Well, hopefully you can get one of the communities on board with this idea. They can always ask for a food donation at the door, something small, but just like an activity fee. It could cover the costs of any supplies they may have to scavenge. And we would be happy to donate some equipment. I don't think we could take away Max's golf clubs, but we do have a mostly complete croquet set in his storage area. Okay, this sounds like a springtime plan. For any listeners in Deerfield, Rockport, or St. Eloise, if this sounds like something your kids or a kid you know could benefit from, please reach out to us. We'd like to help, at least by spreading the word. And in advance, thank you. On behalf of Josh, but also on my own behalf. It really does take a village. Well, we will wrap up the broadcast here. Thanks for coming in today, Jennifer. We always love getting an update on you and your family. Oh, one more thing. What is it? House Mercutio. (laughs) He's great. I think he's also ready for springtime. Thanks. That was it. I'm done. Care to take us out, Jennifer? Sure thing. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope. This has been Jennifer Long with Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Clark. Take care of each other.